Happy, happy birthday from Applebee's to you. We wish it was our birthday so we could party too. Hey, happy, happy birthday. May all your dreams come true. Oh, happy, happy birthday from Applebee's to you. Hey, woo. We got a beer drinking birthday boy. Yeah. Mmm. He's killing it. Happy birthday. The Bucks t shirt and a fresh cut. Yeah. Got my birthday cut. Drinking drinking beer out of a metal can cooler that my dad just gave me for my birthday. Yeah. I'm excited. It's got bucks on it. It's good so shit. I you know it's good. Mm-hmm. Happy 26th birthday to you, Andrew no, Clark. No, no. <laughs> I can't be 26. It's impossible. <laughs> you are wrong, sir. <laughs> if I was 26, that would make me an old man, Lucas. I am a young boy, but a spring chicken. I just cannot be 26. All of us, just embrace it. None of us are making the 30 under 30 list anyway, so what's it matter? This is the first year that I've actually been like, what the fuck with my birthday. I'm usually pretty cool with it. And like, yeah, I'm getting better with age. And yeah, because 25 is your physical peak. Yeah, and 26, yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. No. Things are bad now, and they are not going to get better. You might you might be, like, plateauing. Like, you might not actually start declining for a few years. But, yeah, you're, you will not get into, like, better physical condition yeah. ever again. My, my knees crackle like chicken when I <laughs> stand up like frying chicken. Your, your athletic potential is forever limited. Yeah. To this current state, you may get into better shape. Maybe, maybe you hit forty and you get some weird stem cell treatment for your back and other joints, and like just physically get into better shape. But this is your athletic peak. I mean, what if, like, yeah, that two p.m. blue moon spirals into alcoholism, but then, like, in your forties, you get clean, and then it's like, oh my god, this is the best Andrew has ever looked in years. Wow. Just be- not because it's the best that I've ever looked. It's just by the previous year's comparison. Yeah. I looked bad because of my alcoholism. Right. I could see it. Mm-hmm. Then I find Jesus, and I start going on runs, and... I get clean, and then I start promoting other people get clean, and then I work in a nursing home, and then when people die, I can speak to them through my mind, and then the vampires come after me, and you have super long hair, and I don't know. I pictured you with really long hair. Oh. I think you were. I think you're just describing the plot of Doctor Sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where the long hair came in. Pictured you with long hair. Mm-hmm. Look, man, a, I can kill clean... vampires. I draw the line at long hair. Yeah, I was going to say. The, the the version of Andrew that descends into alcoholism and then emerges and becomes a born-again Christian definitely has long hair. Okay. That's fair. Just, That's fair. Just 100%. Mm-hmm. Huh. There's no doubt in my mind. This is the 356th episode of the Quarantine Cast, recorded on Andrew's birthday, September 10th, 2021. Do you guys want to talk about 9-11? Oh boy, do I! <laughs> Happy 9/11, everyone. I've been talking about 9/11 for 20 years. Yeah, Andrew's Andrew loves 9/11. It's like <laughs> his favorite thing. One day when he was in kindergarten, he had a fun time celebrating his 
sixth birthday or whatever the fuck. And then one day later, the world every, all the adults around him were crying. <laughs> My God, that's still such a fucking good South Park joke. Like the butters getting getting the box in the mail and like oh boy i usually don't get presents until my birthday september 11th and like fuck god damn it um no but like even half in joke half in seriousness yeah that's where i'm at with september 11th like we don't have to talk about it anymore we don't have to make it a big deal anymore we don't have to let it govern all of our foreign policy anymore and Ameri- or, uh, almost as many Americans die every day right now from a global pandemic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like pretty pretty neck and neck. It just every, depends every on the day. day. Yeah. Yeah. We have... God, when how many days are we into quarantine? Like, we have had at least 356 9-11s. No. <laughs> we haven't had that. Ah. Not quite that bad. Oh, okay. In the U.S., like it, it depends it's been ebbing and flowing right, we've had right, peaks right. where like 10,000 people die a day and now we're like settled around like 2,000 but there was also days where there was like only a few hundred so yeah I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far but um, I, let's see I think quarantine started March 20th okay. for me um, since March 20th 2020 539 days so yeah, we've had 539 days of averaging, yeah, close to averaging 9-11 levels of life loss. We've had 225 but, 9-11s from coronavirus in the United States. Yeah. There have been 675,000 people that have died from coronavirus in the U.S., and there were 2,996 people that died in 9-11 comes out to 225 hey but the 9-11 deaths involved a terror plot so those are worse somehow they didn't happen naturally these people died of natural causes lucas coronavirus yeah and these people are all mostly unvaccinated no yeah so um I got. Um, I wanted to ask you, Andrew. Okay. How many episodes do we have left of this bad boy? Oh yeah. Um, bar- we only have five episodes left. No. Um, no. Barring any potential setbacks that may or may not occur due to circumstances I can't control, um, we have five, ten. After today, fifteen more episodes. Okay. Okay, we couldn't remember the other night if you said, like, two weeks or the end of the month for going uh, back they, to your office. They said it super weird. They said two weeks, and then they gave us the day, which was over three weeks later. <laughs> no, guys, it's two weeks from next Friday. <laughs> What's complicated about that? Two weeks from two weeks from now will be... So four weeks? No. no. Okay. And, you get the fuck out of my office. No, it, and it's not like next Friday as in tomorrow. It's like the next Friday next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. And also, uh, like, there is a non-zero chance that things change 
for reasons. Um, mm. Sounds sketchy. Oh, sure would be a shame if there wasn't an office to return to. No. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not like that. Not going to get into it on the podcast, though. <laughs> we had We had minutes... Our minutes before this podcast started, we moved our date back to January 10th uh, mm. and are also going to require vaccinations for all employees. Just don't give a fuck. Yeah. Just we're done. It's the it's the way to go. It's, uh, it's what I've said from the beginning. Every level, baby. You got your city. Mm. Require everyone in your city to get vaccinated. You got your county. Require everyone in the county to get vaccinated. You got your state. Require everyone in your state to get vaccinated. You got your federal level. Require the whole country to get vaccinated. You got the UN. Require <laughs> everyone in the world to get vaccinated. Can yeah. wait? Can European like? I know for a long time they were like, it was really hard to get a vaccine in Europe because of mm-hmm. the EU like distributing the vaccine super weirdly. Is it still really hard to get a vaccine over there? Let's look it up. Germany vaccination rate. Uh, 61% of the German population is fully vaccinated. Mm. So assuming Germany is similar to the rest of the, the rest of Europe. Yeah, and the, it was a long time ago that bad. I got my last update. It was like six months ago, but it was like, yeah. I know Europeans and Canadians were super jelly because mm-hmm. we bought like all April, the vaccine May. supply and then didn't yeah. fucking use it. <laughs> we, 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 we don't oh. a lot. We're still donating. So I think... I mean, I know, yeah, even as of the beginning of summer, it was tough for smaller European nations to get access. But even, like, Ireland now is at uh, 75% at least one dose. Even Ireland. Yeah, that's really Ireland's good. Like, that's one of the best-run countries in the no, world, well, if I've, not the best. I had first... Even Ireland. Like, no, Ireland's going to have their shit together, man. An Irish YouTuber I followed was like, yeah, no, we just have not gotten doses of the vaccine yet at the beginning of summer. Because Ireland, yeah. relatively small uh, that island was, nation. That was the rest of the EU, though. Because right, the EU yeah. had this cool. weird plan of distributing the vaccine, which meant that it took several months longer to actually ship them out than anyone thought they should have. And then instead of taking their supply and giving it all to like one country at a time, they're like, all right, we're going to like distribute it evenly. So at one point, like... 3% of like each individual UN country or EU country had been vaccinated which didn't fucking matter. <laughs> like mm-hmm. at a certain point just get as many people as you can. I I guess unless you were in the UK which had 51% one dose in like May, so I don't know. Whatever. Look at it. proof breaks it worked. <laughs> hey. Who needs yeah, international systems? No, if Ireland's at seventy five percent, that's her immunity level. Like, yeah, they're they're the ones that are actually gonna get fucked by all of us idiots. Like, when there's an inevitable mutation that just makes the vaccines completely obsolete. Like, yeah, they're 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 actually set. Like, they're they're good to go, man. Seventy five percent, that's well over the threshold. Huh. So, you know, if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. And knowing it's half the battle. Yeah. So 9-11, where were y'all? Once again, in my kindergarten classroom. I remember that shit vividly. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's my first memory that I'm like 100% mm-hmm. certain was not tainted by just like seeing a picture yeah. or hearing a story. That's my first like, no, 100% that was me <laughs> in my brain yeah. remembering it. I wanted to ask you guys, and this was something even before you brought it up, Lucas, I wanted to talk about this today because yesterday Jade and I were talking about it. She was not aware that 9-11 happened until like two years later because Mm -hmm. her parents never talked about it because they didn't want to like traumatize their kids. And the school was, I guess, instructed not to bring it up. I knew about that shit right away. And I was six, so I'm sure that I did not have a full grasp on the actual impact it was going to have on international events, but I knew we were going to war I knew 3,000 fucking people died. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. that's a lot of people that don't exist anymore. (laughs) And I remember like, shit, they tried to blow up the Pentagon. That's a big deal. I knew a plane crashed with a bunch of people on it in like Pennsylvania. Like that's another couple hundred people that just died. Don't exist anymore. That fucking sucks. I I was aware and I was sad. I was somewhere between Jade and you. My school, on the opposite hand, literally the principal came over the PA system <laughs> and announced it. Oh. And I don't think any of the, like, the kindergartners, like fifth graders, I'm assuming, were like, holy fuck. Like, but I think the kindergartners were just like, ha ha ha, what's going on? And, but all the teachers just started crying. Right. I it. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, yeah, a building collapsed. I'm young. No. I can just adapt this is like kids are malleable you know like i was just like oh buildings get crashed into by airplanes that have terrorists on them like yeah it's just part of life now reality yeah Yeah, like so i was i was not traumatized by it at all and i remember a couple days after they were showing news footage and my mom was in you know folding laundry or something while she watched it and i was just like they're still talking about that and she's like they're gonna be talking about this for a long time like this is a thing mm-hmm. you know yeah i yeah. i watched the news a lot as a kid i i saw all of that shit i i i think i fall a little closer to like your camp on this one ryan where god i was six i don't think i even really had like a concrete understanding of what death was at that point in my life so just yeah oh i plane crashed into a building a bunch of adults are sad about that so i guess that's a thing that happens and is a bummer but (laughs) you're like a psychopath (laughs) look man i'm just taking social cues from the people around me i don't feel anything look people died i get it it's it's not chill you know, like, that's that's a fucking bummer you know? But at the end of the day, I gotta go play with my Legos. Yeah. Oh, God, no. The amount of 9-11 jokes in my kindergarten class where we would, like, build up a to- two oh, towers of blocks and then throw yeah, a block at them and no. go, like, ah, twin towers. And, like, I remember one time the teacher literally caught us in the act and, like, I thought she was gonna be really pissed, you know? But I think she was like, these kids have been through some trauma. I'm not going to, like, yell at them for, like, dealing with it and, like, playing, you know? Mm -hmm. So she was just kind of like, hey, guys, like, you know, 
I get it. It's fun, but like we shouldn't. You probably shouldn't be doing that. It could make people sad and stuff like that. Like she was very understanding and cool about it, as I recall, which is yeah. not what I was expecting. I was like, oh shit, I'm going to the principal's office, and all like five of us are about to get absolutely destroyed. So, I it, yeah, I don't know. It, yeah, God, I. I don't know. I, 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 my immediate reaction to like anything nine eleven now is just I kind of hate that I grew up in the aftermath of all of that. That my understanding of the world was formed by that, and that like I'm still shaking off a lot of propaganda that we were subjected to during that time period. Yeah, it's it's tough, tough shit, man. Like mm-hmm. it's a bad time. I do remember um, would have been maybe nine months after. Yeah, because it would have been the summer of 2002. We went on a family trip. My grandmother had died and she left money to each of her kids to go on like a family trip. So we all went on the Disney cruise. You know, me, my family, my mom's, you know, three siblings, my aunt and uncle's. Their kids, there's a ton of us. We went on the Disney cruise, so we flew out of Milwaukee to Orlando. And that was still, I mean, like, I know that security is still really high in airports, but that's back when it was fucking crazy intense those first couple of years. Yeah. Um, the lady that, like, checked my bags thought that I had something to hide. She, like, accused me of hiding something and she was going to take me away to search me and my mom was not cool with that and then they started yelling my mom is not someone that creates scenes but i'm sure she doesn't want her like kid to be taken by the feds um (laughs) and then a bunch of dudes that looked like the goddamn a-team showed up they were they were in sleeveless vests they they did not have sleeves and they had bandoliers of bullets strung across their chest. They looked like what a kid thinks a mercenary is. <laughs> and and then they, like, you know, got up in our faces and shit and took a little bit to settle that down. And then we all just... They were, like, an official government like, yeah, agency? Yeah, they were, like the, they were, like, the National Guard, I think. Because they, they had the National Guard at airports for a while after 9-11 but these dudes they looked like they should have just had like streaks of black paint over their faces you know like yeah they didn't look like soldiers they looked like vietnam veterans that had been in there for too long you know these are volunteers from the gun club making the most yeah yeah it definitely didn't look like these were well-trained dudes they looked like psychos So that was fun. Eh. That's what we grew up in, everyone. One time at Miller Park, I was, like, running through security, and that's what that reminds me of. I was being a little shit. And then they got up in your face. We're like, not okay. Yeah, they had of bullets. No. (laughs) No, it was just, like, the first time that I think I directly, like, there was an authority figure, and I was just like, all right, I guess I'm just going to ignore it. (laughs) Like, we we had, like, club seats, I think. So there was this big, long escalator to get up to them. And um, 
I was separated from my family because as like an eight-year-old, I decided I'm going to go answer the uh, Briggs and Stratton trivia question (laughs) where you have to go out to center field to answer it. I was behind home plate. So it was like walk halfway across the stadium, ask my parents if I could go. I probably told this story. And my dad was like, yeah, like thinking I had to go to the bathroom or something, you know, not go ask a question at center uh, field at Miller Park. So, yeah, I like was walking through like the, bo- the box seats as like an eight-year-old kid. And the attendant was just like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to answer the trivia question. And she's like, okay, come back this way. Because she had like stopped me. I was just like, well, I'm not coming back this way. Like that could be, I'm going to get in trouble if I come back this way. So I went back the other way, remembered the escalator. I, I didn't get to answer it. Of course, yeah. it was already answered. I was in, like, right field, like, starting to get there. But I'm sure there was a line of, like, 30 people right. to answer the question. So I didn't even get close, really. Um, so then I just kept walking around the park. Got back to, like, the escalator I knew went up there. It was a big, long one. There was a guy who checked tickets. I didn't bring my ticket. Uh, so he was just, like, chatting with someone else kind of looking away so i just fucking like well here's my moment and just sprinted like straight past him up the escalator and he was just like hey hey come back here i was just like going up the escalator just like looking at him like i'm sorry you want me to walk down i gave him like a shrug and like i think another attendant was just like press the stop button and he was just like (laughs) he's like eight like even if he doesn't belong up there what's he gonna do like there's not gonna be any problems basically but yeah i just then got back to my seat my dad was like where were you and i was like i answered the went to go answer the trivia question i came back it's all good (sighs) i just pulled my hood up in case like the (laughs) attendant came looking and to get me in trouble or whatever and uh watched the rest of the game in silence (laughs) it was great i I can't think of a better note to end on on Andrew's birthday and as people head into their weekends. Remember, everyone, healthy amounts of anarchism, good for society, good good for the public at large. Don't, don't worship authority figures. Yeah. Thank you all so much for listening to the 356th episode of The Quarantine Cast, recorded on September 10th, 2021. If you like what you heard, like, comment, subscribe, etc. Check us out on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok for highlight clips. Uh, Support us on Patreon or through the Anchor Podcast platform if you're so inclined. Add blue link in the description if you want to help a collection of great progressive causes. Send us your questions and business opportunities, voluntaryviewing at gmail.com. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at LucasDeWriter to keep up with all of my writing. Made it to the weekend, everyone. Good luck enjoying it.